are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Thursday, everyone. You're listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast. All right, let me just see. Thanks for making this your first listen of the day. All right. So, I always tell this story, and it's a little bit... This was back when you were allowed to go to practice, when coaches weren't total dummies, and didn't think that, oh man, shoot, my entire game plan is going to be destroyed. Like, And what always cracks me up real quickly about that, too, it's like it's like they don't think that coaches, other coaches watch film mm-hmm. of their team. It's like, man, if they... It's, it's actually a little bit di- different than that. Coaches love that they have been given the opportunity... To close practice. Yes. They always wanted to close practice. Right. So 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 don't think that even though because in the wooden had open practices in the 70s and Olsen had open practices in the we, 80s and think, 90s. Do you think we would have had everything closed now? Absolutely. Okay. Fair Absolutely. Enough. He didn't. He didn't. He was not a fan of open practice. It was it was something that he did knew he was okay with it, but he was not necessarily a fan with it. Again, probably because he trusted the system and here's my his system here's my work story about trusting here's my story about trusting ahead. the system and bearing down harder. Okay, so this was back when you were going, this was circa 93 or 94. It was one of the two years because the two players I'm on there was his last year. So it was one of those years. But, I mean, you, I'm you, sure you went to your fair share yeah. of uh, Arizona basketball mm-hmm. practices. So you know how Lutz sat up in the middle of the entire thing and he usually had like, it was either Rosborough or Jesse Owens. Or Jesse Evans, Evans right. Jesse, mm-hmm. Jesse yeah. Evans or Phil Johnson, whoever right. the case may be coaching. And Loot would, you know, watch and interject. So anyways... This is a, and I don't know the reason why, but Damon Stoudemire was running point for one team. I know why he was running point. Khalid Reeves was running point for the other team. Okay. Again, I know why Damon was. Khalid, not a point guard, but who cares? Khalid runs the ball to half court and pulls a Sean Miller, TJ McConnell and starts looking at Jesse Evans. And Lute immediately stops practice. And there's this long, it takes him like, because you got to remember, he's up in the bleachers and the bleacher and they're pulled back. So it takes him a minute to get down to the court. And he goes up to Khalid Reeves. Keep in mind, who's in the midst of one of the handful of best years in U of A history. He's averaging like 25 points a game. Just, uh, you know, awesome. And he goes up to Khalid Reeves and he says, Khalid, what are you doing? And he says, I was looking over a coach. And he says, if we're this far into the season and you're having to look over at the coach after you've already crossed half court, I haven't done my job. Have I not done my job? And Khalid Reeves is a very quiet, kind of mild-mannered guy. He's like, mm-hmm. And he says, all right, did I do my job then? Goes back up there. They didn't look at the coaches the rest of the game. That was just the epitome to me of the story of the ultimate freedom that you're entrusting. And this someone. is... It feels like Tommy Lloyd does the same thing, doesn't it? It does. You know, and and, and there, whenever he has conversations, they're now they're they're very adult in the way that they're approached. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there there's a very there's this expectation, I think, of by now you know what it is we're trying to do. So, I'll remind you of what it is I want you to do in a certain situation. But I'll, that reminder will take place in ten words or less. Right. And so it seems like. The conversations that he has are very, you know, very calm, mm-hmm. very, you know what you need to do, A to B, you know, you're missing, you're, 
they're defending you like this, so you try this, work mm-hmm. that. And, and, and it's like they try to be ahead of the game, and Lloyd does a very good job of trusting what he's done and trusting the personnel. And, and one of the things that this has been observational, and I'm not sure it's accurate because I'm seeing it from a distance occasionally when video is focused on Lloyd for brief periods of time. But it seems like he is calmer even more so than the rest of his coaching staff. Like there are times where they're a little bit more highly strong, a little edgier. And Lloyd's like, "Eh, we're eight minutes into the game. It's not going very well, but it's going to work itself out. And we got, exactly. There's a we got this thing going on that, that, that seems to permeate that program. So there's a, there's a calming confidence that Lloyd brings to the team that I think when Arizona is playing well, and that's most of the time, translates very well for this program. It also looks, you know what I'm you know what I'm also a fan of? I am a I have no problem swearing. I swear. But I swear you could take that any way you want. I have no problem I swear, I swear. <laughs> what always annoys me about coaches though is there's two types of coaches. There's the one that just swears and it's like uh, like Tommy Lloyd, I guess, went into the locker room yesterday, and I don't can't, can't say the word, but he says, I love you MFers. Mm-hmm. That is fine by me. Well, you can say the word, because this is an online platform. You've just decided not to I say it. I've decided. That. I'm taking the high road. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. In but, a public setting. In public setting, mm-hmm. yes. Which Lloyd would do as well. In a private setting, let it go. Right. What I hate, and this has been Excuse a me. big, no, you're good. Yeah. What I hate, and this has been a big pet peeve of mine my entire life, is the people that swear to try to intimidate. That is what I find incredibly annoying. Sean Miller swore to intimidate. Sean Miller would get in his players' faces and call them names, this and that, and don't come at me with, oh, those players loved him. I don't care. That's not That's not my point here. So... When I when I watch a guy, it, but it's also nice too to just have a coach that is just kind of relaxed. It's okay, like you said, got a good team out there. They're playing well. It's okay to smile. It's mm-hmm. okay to just kind of be relaxed right there. And it's just weird watching it right now because you know we've been watching this a different version, a, di- a much yeah. different version for <clears throat> the right. last twelve years. I'll right. tell you what. One thing though that you don't need to worry about though. <clears throat> let me tell you about get upside. All right, here's the deal. You're wondering to yourself, get upside, Mike. Or, uh, no, no, I apologize. I don't want to tell you about get upside. I want to tell you about something else. I want to tell you about NetSuite. All right. You might be thinking to yourself, Mike, NetSuite, that's for all those rich guys you're always talking about. It is. But don't just stop Do you there. know why all those rich guys are talking about that? Huh. Because NetSuite helps NetSuite. them be rich. Yes, it does. And here's why. And I'm reading this. This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink at the championship, is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade NetSuite by Oracle. Over 28,000 businesses, 28,000, not 2,800, already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash lockedonwildcats. Head to netsuite.com slash lockedonwildcats for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing business, netsuite.com slash lockedonwildcats. It's important stuff. Do it. Take a quick break. 
All right. Welcome back here. All right. Arizona, we're going to get to uh, coach's conduct. I'll tell you what, we'll uh, continue that tomorrow, i.e. in about eight minutes. Um, I actually want to talk about something else tomorrow. How's that for you? Yeah, well, we can do whatever you want. Right. Yeah, dude, seriously. All right. Uh, Arizona's playing Stanford and uh, California this week to close out the season. Mm-hmm. Now, one of Air- everybody's favorite thing to do is to compare this t- a team to 96-97. No, yes, how it would, is. How yes, would 96-97 uh-huh. do that? This is just like 96-97. Right. Well, if you're one of those idiots <laughs> that subscribes to everything is similar to 96-97, <laughs> you should be hoping that Arizona loses these mm-hmm. two games right here. And plays them close. And plays them close. Uh-huh. Every, both games are 83-81. to 81. I actually think one of them was 83-81. Uh-huh. I have to look. I don't really care. But... Uh, so, if you're one of those people and, you know, you have the nostalgia for the team, the team that won the championship, and every team is like them, you want you want them to lose both these games. That said, I don't see Arizona losing both these games. Yeah, I would find that hard to believe myself. I think Arizona's going to smash both of mm-hmm. these teams, to yeah. be honest with you. It's in McHale, a little different than uh, 96-97, where there was the Bay Area road trip That's right. right there. That's right. Ed Gray is not on California no. anymore. Brevin Knight, not on Stanford. Those are both correct statements. Mike Montgomery, uh-huh. not coaching either team. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> correct. Yes. All right. But other than that, the similarities are, are, are striking. Yes, yes. They are absolutely. <laughs> because, I mean, when you, let's be honest here. When you look at Kirk Creasy, you think Mike Bibby. When you look at Christian Coloco, you think A.J. Bramble. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's <laughs> yes. just, it's just, I mean, these, the comparisons uh-huh. are just striking. But that said, here's here's my preview. I think they win. That beautiful. Uh, one of the things, this team, I think, in addition to having good chemistry and obviously playing Gross things, style. playing things well, uh, you, you know, and that and that's that's the type type of thing that all, all always helps. I think they really like the campus. Mm-hmm. And they like playing at McHale, and they like the environment. They like everything that goes with it. With right? it, I, I think they're. I think knowing, you know, and you never know exactly what. And they, these are probably these are almost certainly the last two games that Ben Matherin's going to play at McHale Center. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's going to want to do well. What the rest of the roster is, who knows? I mean, this is there. There, there are. There's a lot of talk at this stage that a lot of this team is going to come back, but the way that they have played i think there's a lot of potential for these guys too so maybe they don't come back maybe this I, is it i do uh, so so when like, these opportunities are there i think you that would be this a, is a team that i think really likes to embrace those opportunities and i think they're going to try to play really well at McHale to close that close the season out on a high note for the fans at home all right you know what else they're going to probably do get upside that was the terrible read right there get upside that's the gas stuff so here's the deal. <laughs> yes, get yes. upside is the gas yes. stop. So, all right. Uh, just get the app, download the app, get upside. You can get it at the Apple Store or Google Play. Here's the thing a lot of people think we're a professional. Uh, uh, Do a lot of people think that? Be- not, not because we cover a professional team, but they just associate professionalism <laughs> with this podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're wrong. <laughs> we cover college. So here's what you need to do you need to put in code word college. For, and you can get your 25 cents off per gallon. Make it happen. Make it work. Coming back in just a second. Thanks for listening to Locked on Wildcats with John Schuster and Mike Luke. All right, Shu, before we sign off, we both like mm-hmm. the Cats to win this week. But we're talking about the eerie similarities between this <laughs> no, team certainly and 96-97. We certainly are. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think the one thing you got to look at, though, and say, maybe this is it for all those, all those guys. 
But if we're comparing it to 96, 97, that would mean that everybody is coming back. Mm. No matter what happens. Ben Matherin saying, nope, I'm uh, good, I'm uh, back. I'm coming back. I like the sound of that. All right, I'm just saying, you know what? Mm-hmm. That's just for the similarity folks right. out there. There you go. Now, if everybody does come back, maybe we start, and they win the national championship. Then I guess you have to compare it to 97. Yeah, you got to compare. And you look back to the but, Bay Area but here's games. What's, but Con- concluding can say it was the comparison was obviously always but here's there. all but here's what's going to happen let's just say that this arizona team wins the national championship okay. from now on every team will be compared to both the 96 97 and the 21 22 cats for john schuster he got something that he wants to talk about tomorrow we'll be back with you thanks for listening